0: Hey y'all, DJ Louie here just dropping a preview of this week's Pop Pantheon All Access episode, which is about Kylie Minogue's 16th studio album, Tension, which dropped a couple of weeks ago. Of course, this album was preceded by the smash hit Padam Padam, which became a viral gay club hit in America, but became a bona fide hit across the world, including being her first top 10 single in the UK in over a decade. So there's a renewed, heightened interest about Kylie and about this album. So I invited the critic Michael Craig onto the show to discuss... Gus, tension with me, and if you like this clip and you want to hear the rest of the episode, you can subscribe at Patreon.com/slash/poppantheon or click the link in the show notes of this episode to hear the rest of this episode plus at least three bonus episodes of the show per month and a ton of other perks. So, without further ado, here is a snippet of my conversation with Michael Cragg about Kylie Minogue's tension. Uh-huh kylie has now had with her lead single from this record padom padom like her actual first like smash hit in a long time and also the a song that in my opinion just from where i'm sitting has probably been the kylie song that has gotten the most attention in this country since can't get you out of my head So what did you make of the Padam Padam hoopla? I mean, this was a huge moment. Kylie kind of shocked the world, I think, in many Mm. ways by the success of this song. And it's obviously important groundwork for talking about the rest of this record. What did you make of the Padam phenomenon? And like, what do you think about that song in general?
1: The Padam Padamic? I think... The the (laughs) Padamic! I mean, the, the first time I heard it, I was like this is bonkers like I, you know it's one of those songs like she did with slow and like can't get you out of my head where you you listen to it and you're like this doesn't really make a huge amount of sense it feels like it's over before you've sort of got into it at first and then after a while i was like actually how short it is and how sort of economical it is and how little there is to it is like the genius of it and then obviously mm. i just think I mean, gay people, gay men especially, love a sort of inside joke and like a sort of language that they can use. Like it's a phrase that if you don't know it, you're either straight or like, you're not worth speaking to or both. (laughs) And so it became quite quickly. I mean, I remember watching. Honestly, those two things often go yeah. hand in hand. Let's I remember seeing this thing on Instagram, like when it was really taking off in America, I get, you know, with TikTok and everything. And it was these two older gay guys being interviewed by like a younger gay guy. And they were talking about padam. And the younger mm-hmm. guy had no idea what they were talking about. And it was like, they immediately sort of ostracized him and were like, you're going to look like such a fool <laughs> when this goes online. And they were asking like <laughs> other people that were walking by and they all knew what it was. And I was like, oh my God, this is like really becoming a thing because we live in a world now where it's you know monoculture doesn't really exist and like those water cooler yes. moments don't really exist anymore but this was like yeah. one of those moments where it felt like everyone was talking about this song and for someone mm-hmm. who's been around for that long who's you know I don't want to bring age into it but she's a 55 year old woman in a in yes. the pop right. music right. industry is like that's mm-hmm. insane for any of us to sort of be talking about it but it has all of the elements that like make a sort of kylie single great and also make a sort of internet moment happen you know it's the padam Mm. it's the weird title it's the sort of robot voice at the beginning it's sort of sexy Mm -hmm. and like horny but like not sleazy you can sort of Mm. share all the like memes from the video you know everything about she has these moments every so often where like everything clicks and you don't entirely know why and you probably can't replicate it but when it happens like everything sort of feels right and I think she's had those moments like two or three times you know like all the lovers with that video and like that song and the message yes. of that song I mean it, yeah. it does coincide with her sort of reawakening the gay fans yes. you know? Golden probably passed some of those people by because it's like if you yes. were to say to someone oh Kylie's new album is country people are like, like I don't, I'm not interested but disco as you <laughs> right. say it sort of bought some of that back I think if you were just having a conversation and you were like, oh, remember that can't get you out of my head lady, like her new album's called Disco and it's, you know, you'd love it. Like that's easier to sort of sell. And then with Padam Padam, it was like, it's electropop. It's ridiculous. It's camp. It's got robot voices. You could hear it in a gay club and totally get it from like the first sort of three seconds. All of those things together just are like the perfect storm.
0: Absolutely. I, I completely agree. And, you know, I think it's funny because I think in some ways, like latter period, Kylie singles are like, since spinning around can kind of like, slot into two categories. It's like warm, swoony, disco Kylie, a la spinning around or love at first sight, or even all the lovers on some level, kind of like this generous uh, spirit, Mm. sort of motherly welcome you to the dance floor, love song, disco song. And then you've got kind of like robo sex doll Kylie that's like, can't get you out of my head or slow or like, you know, there's kind of like this certain mode of her. And Padam definitely fits into that latter vibe, which of course slots it in next to, you know, Kylie's biggest and most recognizable song to American audience which is can't get you out of my head, obviously. The other thing that Padam just made me think of, which is beyond just being like just an incredibly catchy and campy and enjoyable piece of dance pop, is that again, and, I, and not to keep bringing her up, but you know, I think there's something so easeful about Kylie mm. in this mode. Like I love that Kylie can make these kinds of records like about being out or being in the club or sort of having like the sexual rush of nightlife kind of like without it feeling like forced or like, you know, like she's trying to kind of like assert herself as a younger. Like there's something very unique about Kylie in that way. I don't know if it's because there's something about her that's like perennially just kind of childlike or young or I just feel like there's not a ton of women in middle age that could make just like a song about like, you know, this like kind of meeting someone on the dance floor and like taking them home for a one night stand where it wouldn't feel like grandma's trying to hang with the kids like it, and like Kylie just doesn't ever come off that way yeah. to me. like she I don't know what it is about her I think it might be a quality in her voice or her persona or the way that she's been so consistently kind of like in her Kylie bag or in her specific sort of Kylie mode for so long that we like just accept her that way maybe it's the fact that she like is childless I don't know what it is mm. but like there's something about her where like she is able to skate in a way that so many artists of her generation like get dinged for fairly and unfairly mean, yeah. I don't think that's necessarily like a fair assessment of you know, obviously women of any age can go out and have fun and like have, you know, have a sexy night on the dance floor or whatever. But like, there's something about Kylie where like her in that mode feels like especially not forced and like thirsty. I think there's something not thirsty about her. I guess maybe that's like the thing I'm trying to land on in her. And I'm wondering like if you agree with that and what you think that is about, like why is she able to kind of uniquely for a pop star of her age kind of like continue to occupy that particular space?
1: I think a lot of those things are all sort of mixed together. Like it is the voice It is the sort of history of her Like where she's come from She was always billed as like the girl next door That kind of energy has sort of stuck to her And she does sort of portray that And I guess because she was often put against Madonna Where the sexuality was much more sort of overt It was much more in your face Mm. You know, there was a real sense of like Challenging Yeah
0: Combative
1: And not like aggressive But it kind of was Like she wanted people to react And I don't think Kylie consciously wants people to react Two things when she mm. does a video like slow, and she's she's right. able to sort of pull off this kind of balancing act which is really tricky to do of like being sexy and sexual while also not being threatening in a way and not sort of like being self-consciously like I am now going to sort of make you feel a certain way or like I'm going to sort of mm-hmm. antagonize you and I'm doing this because you think I'm one thing and I'm actually another right. and I think maybe that was what happened with Kiss Me Once was I think people felt like sexercise sex and all those things were just not really what they mm. expected from her and I think she's that will seem slightly uncomfortable. You know, I think in a way like Padam Padam is almost like Kylie's Believe moment. You know, when Mm, Cher was like... Totally, 100%. When Cher was like, this is, you know, me going to a club on the dance floor, doing Mm. some dance pop at her age at that time. And this is just Kylie sort of doing a similar thing and having a similar moment. I mean, not quite the same, but like she hadn't had a top 10 in the UK since 2011. And this went to number eight. And, you know, her previous lead singles had barely scraped sort of the top 40. And that's expected now of someone that's a legacy act and who sort of focuses more on albums. And so for her streaming numbers to sort of lift and push this into like the top 10 is on a par with sort of Cher having that commercial renaissance that she had.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that comp. And I also think in setting up tension as an idea, the other thing that I guess we should sort of say about Kylie's last two records is they have been on some level concept albums. Mm. You mentioned that Golden was sort of a country foray. Disco was obviously Obviously dealing with the idea of like recreating the sounds of the late 70s. I wonder what Padam Padam made you think this new era was going to be about for Kylie. And also like maybe what you wanted this to portend for Kylie's next record. Like were you into the kind of Kylie making concept records idea? Were you Mm. sick of that? Like was that serving her? And like in the wake of Padam Padam, what were you hoping for with tension?
1: I think what you don't necessarily want from Kylie is like self-consciousness. And I think a concept out Album, you do sort of need some of that like you need she needs to sort of be aware of the framework oh it's country so i need to like right. wear this and the sounds need to sort of be this and that and disco is sort of a similar thing so i was happy as soon as i heard padam padam i was like okay a there's no conceptual framework that can make this right. make sense you know like what what's the right. concept <laughs> like heartbeat like you know <laughs> So immediately I was like, okay, we're back to just sort of like fun, slightly sort of silly. And I don't mean that as like an insult, but just like fun, I guess. And also we've come out of a period of like very serious pop music, which has reacted to the very serious times that we've been through in recent Mm -hmm. years. And obviously Mm -hmm. I feel Mm -hmm. like now pop is hopefully moving away from that slightly. And I think Padam Padam also touched on that of just like, this is just a silly, amazing song about getting off with someone in a club that's got a stupid... Yes. Title. So I was immediately like, okay, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for like yes. weird Electro Kylie. And I thought mm. maybe it would be a sign of something a bit weirder maybe than what I mm. what actually happened. So in that way, I don't think it yes. is necessarily... That was just a preview. If you want to hear
0: the rest of that episode, plus at least three bonus episodes of this podcast per month and a ton of other perks, you can subscribe at patreon.com slash or you can click the link in the show notes of this episode.